Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. the bill michaels show and this the year of 2020 welcome back we are glad to have you and uh, as 2020 leaves us we get ready for a new year a lot of football tomorrow basketball tomorrow a lot of nfl and playoff implication football coming up this weekend we'll be back at it again on monday got the best of coming up tomorrow evan heffelfinger is going to be uh, hosting the program and in addition to that going to have mike clemens for a uh, a little while tomorrow as well uh, previewing the packers and the bears but uh, just a little while ago we know that uh, snacks harrison has been acquired by the green bay packers he was uh, telling seattle that he didn't really want to play football anymore seattle cuts him loose packers immediately grabbed him he tweets out bingo as if maybe he was thinking, well, if I get let go and the Packers really want me, maybe they'll pick me up and I can play for a team that's got a legitimate shot at winning a Super Bowl. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, just met with the media a little while ago and talked about that, among other things. Let's take a listen as to what the head coach had to say. There you go. Deeply compelling questions. <laughs> uh, a coach, look, uh, coaches and such, they usually don't have a lot of time for partying they may have a beer say hello eat some pizza and call it a day as um you know it's it's almost a 24 7 job when it comes to coaching in the nfl especially a team that's ready to head off into the postseason the way the packers are uh but some good news it's snacks harrison most likely going to be suiting up for the game uh, this contest coming up against the bears uh but as he said look the defense you, they i don't want to say they figured it out but they need to stay consistent and, you know, the same, so to speak. They need to continue to swarm after the ball. Montgomery's a good back, as he stated. They've started to use him a lot more. They're using that uh, run game to set up the pass. The pass has become play action. They put Mitch Trubisky on the run. Um, so he, he's going to make bad decisions. Uh, Mitch is going to give you two or three. Always does. But uh, you got to capitalize. And if you don't and you allow him to get outside the pocket and start throwing the ball around, he can hurt you. So... Uh, I'm not saying that the Packers are in jeopardy of losing this contest because I think they're by far the better team, but uh, you can't take the Bears lightly either. You gotta, you gotta kind of keep your foot on them and, and the heel on the on the throat, so to speak, and and 
put them where they belong. You got to put them down and put them down early, and then just keep grinding on them, and then walk away and hopefully uh, as healthy as you can possibly be, and then get yourself ready for a two week uh, two week contest against whomever. So there you go, head coach Matt Lafleur. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, the, the the co-host of Mully and Haw on 670 The Score out of Chicago, David Haw. Going to hear that conversation, really good conversation. We're going to hear that conversation coming up, talking about this matchup between the Bears and the Packers. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels Show, the final one of 2020, coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Final show, the Bill Michaels Show for the uh, the year of 2021. Getting you ready for the Packers and the Bears. Coming up after the bottom of the hour, we are going to be uh, hearing from uh, our good friend down there in Chicago, David Haw, co-host, co-host of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score in Chicago. So that is coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, I had some people that had gotten a hold of me that said, hey, can you run through the uh, scenarios again? for uh, all the different playoff ramifications. I, 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 I will, because there's a lot to absorb, okay? The first contest uh, is the noon kickoff, uh, the Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, and Raise a hand if you're going to be watching this game, paying attention to it. Uh, there's a lot of people wanting to see if Mike McCarthy is going to be capable of getting his team into the postseason. I said how cool it would be for the Packers to face the Cowboys at Lambeau Field. Think about that. So uh, the winner of this game between the Cowboys and the Giants, Cowboys at 6-9, and nine, Giants at 5-10, and 10, the winner of this game will be the NFC East champ if Washington loses to Philadelphia on Sunday night. Washington knows they have to win. They win and they're in. They lose and they're done. Philadelphia with Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, um, to say he was getting agitated with the media would be maybe a little bit of an understatement. Basically, he sounded a lot like Mike McCarthy pounding the te- the podium, saying, "I'm a I'm a highly successful NFL coach," saying, "Look, I've won a Super Bowl here. I I didn't suddenly forget how to coach." They've got a lot of different things going on in Philadelphia right now, but uh, he he's got some heat. They turned the heat up on him, so he's trying to win this last game just to say, "Okay, we ended on a high note, and uh, we're going to try to propel us into uh, you know 2021 season with that." Uh, in the meantime, there's going to be a game that's going to be played. Uh, in the afternoon, and that's the Cardinals and the Rams. Now, the Cardinals can clinch his playoff spot if they win, okay? And then, if they win, and then obviously uh, uh, the Rams can clinch one with a win or a loss by the Bears. So if the Cardinals win, they're in. If they lose, they got to hope the Bears lose as well, okay? Uh, if the Bears lose, then that means the Cardinals and the Rams are in. If the Bears win, if the Bears lose, the Cardinals still have to win, and they're in. Uh, if they lose, then uh, the likelihood of them, you know, being – if the Bears lose, I mean, uh, the Cardinals still have a chance to get in, but nevertheless. The Cardinals can clinch a playoff spot with a win. The Rams can clinch a playoff spot with a win and a loss by the Bears. 
Okay, follow me? Uh, in the meantime, you've got to the Steelers and the Browns. Now, the Browns are going to make the playoffs with a win, okay? They could also clinch a wild card spot where they lost by the Colts or the Titans and wins by the Ravens and the Dolphins and the Colts. Okay, you follow me? The Steelers have already locked up that AFC North, and uh, they're likely to be the two or three seed depending on what happens with uh, with Buffalo. And the Steelers are going to be sitting a lot of guys. Meanwhile, the Browns are dealing with COVID right now because they had to shut their facilities down again today. They've got some coaches and players uh, with COVID. Then you've got, as I had mentioned, the Dolphins and the Bills. Now, the Bills, uh, they're already, they've already clinched the AFC East, and they're likely to be the two or three seed, depending on what happens with Pittsburgh. Uh, if they win, they'll be the two seed. If they lose, then chances are they'll be uh, the three seed. But uh, the Dolphins now have found out that Ryan Fitzpatrick not going to be playing in this game. He's got COVID. He tested positive, unless it comes back that it was a false positive. But even then, he's got to test again. He's got to test clean twice. So we'll wait and see. In the meantime, uh, the Dolphins got to come up to Buffalo and face the Bills, a red-hide Bills team. So we'll see what happens. Okay? Um, and then you've got the Ravens on the road against the Bengals. Now, the Ravens are going to make a playoff, uh, take a playoff spot with a win. They could also clinch a wild card spot if the Browns or the Colts or the Colts lose and the Bengals, they're just out of contention. We know that. Uh, in the meantime, there's a lot of ramifications on this game with the Packers and the Bears. Now, the Bears can make the playoffs with a win. They could also clinch a wild card spot if the Cardinals lose. So even if the Bears lose, if the Cardinals lose to the Rams, then the Bears are still in. Now, the Packers, as we all know, they're the favorite to be the number one seed in the NFC East, and they could they could clinch that just by simply beating the Bears. Meanwhile, the Titans and the Texans, the Titans are going to clinch the AFC South title with a win. They could also clinch a wild card spot if the Ravens, Colts, or Dolphins lose. The Texans, out of contention, it really doesn't matter for them. And the Colts, pretty much the same thing. The Colts uh, need to win this game and have either the Titans, Ravens, Browns, or Dolphins lose to make the playoffs. If the Colts win and the Titans lose, Indianapolis then clinches the AFC South title. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars are already uh, you know, salivating over Trevor Lawrence in the draft. And then I had mentioned before that Washington, 6-9 uh, and nine on the road against the Eagles. If the Washington Redskins or Washington football team pardon me, wins, they're in. If they lose, they're out. So it's that simple because that's the way the craptastic um, NFC East or NFC least as they've dubbed it uh, kind of shakes out. So, so many things going on, so many different playoff scenarios, and then obviously seeding is going to be a part of all of this. So it's all going to be broken down on Sunday morning, but it's just that's kind of a look at some of the more important games going on this weekend uh, for many uh, different reasons. But uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting final weekend. In football, And then I had mentioned you also have a good college football coming up tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow it kicks off with uh, the early game, which is going to be uh, Cincinnati, uh, an undefeated Cincinnati team who felt that they should have been in the Final Four taking on an SEC team in Georgia down in Atlanta, Georgia at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. You've got Northwestern out of the Big Ten in the Verbo uh, Citrus Bowl. That's going to be taking place at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Northwestern taking on Auburn, again, a Big Ten team and an SEC team. Then you get into the bigger games, and that being uh, number one, Alabama, 
and number four Notre Dame in the Rose Bowl, that's going to be at AT&T Stadium down in Dallas. Then you've got uh, the other big game, which is going to be Ohio State and Clemson. That's going to be later that night in the All-State Sugar Bowl, and that's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, down in New Orleans in Louisiana. The winner of the Ohio State-Clemson uh, game will then take on the winner of the Alabama-Notre Dame game for the national title game a week from Monday. So hopefully you got all of that. But a lot of different, a lot of good, good stuff coming up this week, and I'm really excited for it. Hopefully you are as well. When we come back, he is the uh, the co-host of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score in Chicago. David Haw, you're going to hear that conversation coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I see your dirty face Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, not just today, but all year long. As 2020 has been a difficult time, and we've gotten through quarantines, and we've gotten through COVID, and uh, we've gotten through, you know, bubbles, and just a lot of terms that we don't want to hear anymore. Social distancing is a term that we don't want to hear anymore. You know, I, I now it's going to last into 2021. I understand that, but. 2021, we got to turn the corner, right? Got to figure we're going to turn the corner. So it's going to happen. Uh, however, um, when we were talking earlier, David Haw, co-host of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score in Chicago, you can find him at David Haw, H-A-U-G-S, or H-A-U-G-H, I should say. Excuse me, H-A-U-G-H. Uh, Join us. He's the co-host down there on 670 The Score, and I've been listening to them talk a lot about uh, the Bears and the matchup with the Packers coming up this weekend at Soldier Field. And there seems to be a thought, a, a a flavor, if you will, that this is that 10th anniversary, the Packers making their run, and and obviously the Bears, they beat the Bears to get into the postseason, and then ultimately the Bears lost to the Packers in the NFC Championship game down at Soldier Field. The Bears are hoping to return the favor that maybe if the Packers lose this game, they allow the Bears to awaken, and there still could be a championship game at Lambeau Field. So we'll have to wait and see. But that being said, uh, I talked with David Haw about all the theories and about how some fans are thinking the 10-year anniversary, this is the Bears' year to shine. That conversation from earlier today, take a listen. Those were the people who might have started drinking a little early. <laughs> uh, um, level of confidence isn't necessarily real high, if you ask me, Bill. I, I have to say this, you have to give credit to the Bears for turning things around. You know, they realized that there needed to be some changes. They realized the identity needed to be uh, addressed, and, and Matt Nagy gave up play-calling duties, and we know what happened after that. They, they they pared things down. They put Mitchell Trubisky back at quarterback, and the offensive line, which I think has been the biggest source of the improvement, it stabilized that offense. But I think everything is relative. You have to keep in mind that they've done this uh, this many resurgence against the, you know, the bottom five defenses in the NFL, and they've done this against teams that don't uh, have a lot to play for. That changes Sunday, and I think that uh, Little Green Bay <laughs> is going to be a big challenge um, for the Bears. And I think offensively, you saw the last time they played just how limited 
um, this uh, this group can be when they lack balance. I think that will be better. I think the offense will be better for the Bears. But I really think overall the biggest problem we're going to see on Sunday is, um, you know, look, what, what Aaron Rodgers is doing is, is special and extraordinary, and it's his 25-25 record against the Bears speaks for itself. But I think the biggest challenge for the Bears is stopping the running game, and I think until they're able to do that, they don't even have a chance to to hope that Rodgers may may be somebody that, that you know will have an off day. I'm not sure they're going to be able to stop the Packers on the ground. I know that Akeem Hicks was out of this last contest, and they put up 163 yards between Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Now he is ailing and was not at practice uh, through their walkthrough yesterday. Any word as to whether or not he's going to be back? Because he they're a different team when he's in the trenches. Yes, absolutely they are. Um, and we saw the same dynamic with uh, uh, Hicks against the Vikings when he came out. Dalvin Cook started running the football a lot better uh, against that defense. He's likely to play, I think. I, I guess it would be a surprise. He, he has been taking you know, a day off during practice of Veterans Day. Um, he, he does have the hamstring issue, which is, continues to be, I think, an issue um, for him. But I, I guess I would be really surprised, given the stakes and get, knowing Hicks and and understanding what uh, what he'd be playing for on Sunday, I think he's going to be in, in the middle of that defense. You know, he's not been as as big of a problem. They just have the Bears have not really tackled well, and they've been too easy to move. And they really have missed Eddie Goldman all year against the run, and and uh, their their edge rushers have not been as uh, explosive or disruptive as they needed to be. And just overall, their entire uh, run defense has been softer than, than you would expect from this Bears defense. It's softer, certainly, than they can uh, afford it to be on Sunday. Mitch Trubisky, over the last five games since coming back, uh, his completion percentage is over 68%, and he's got a 99.3 quarterback rating. I mean, uh, what I see is they're using the run and utilizing uh, the run so much more. They're putting him on the move, moving the pocket, and also it's almost like they've taken a couple of pages out of the Packers' playbook. You know, run some play action, get guys in motion, move some things around. His, is this something that has been embraced since Laser took over the play calling from Matt Nagy and the fact that it puts Mitchell Trubisky in the best possible situation to be successful? Without question, you just described it well. And I think what's been frustrating for Bears fans and a lot of us here in Chicago who have been observing the Bears since Matt Nagy came in 2018 is why it took so long for them to grasp the obvious. This is a quarterback that um, was not a good fit for the scheme that you know Matt Nagy brought to Chicago. Now they got by in 2018 because I think they had a spectacular defense um, but he was erratic and inconsistent at times, and, and even that season when they went to the playoffs. But what's happened over the course of the last year and a half and, until he got benched against the Falcons earlier this year was they were asking him to do things that weren't necessarily accentuating his strengths. And his strengths are that he is a pretty good athlete, and he is better uh, and more accurate, which has been his biggest, uh, you know, in- biggest problem. But he's more accurate when he's moving. He's He's a quarterback that likes to – um, be uh, in rollouts and boots and, and things that um, take advantage of a play-action passing game. And Bill Lazor's done a better job since taking over play-calling duties, I think, of of kind of playing to those strengths. And I guess you have to give Matt Nagy credit, even though a lot of people want to still give him blame for not grasping this earlier. But you have to give Matt Nagy credit for when, when the Bears were desperate in the midst of that losing streak, the six-game losing streak that defined this year, he figured that, okay, desperate times call for desperate measures. The scheme no longer matters uh, or doesn't matter as much. We're going to finally do what we should have done a long time ago and tailor the game plan around this guy's talent. 
I, I guess uh, over the last five contests, is this kind of buying into fool's gold? The only win the Bears have, obviously, is over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers had 11 penalties for over 100 yards, and, and it even took Tom Brady, forgetting how many downs there were, uh, at the end of the ball game to kind of put the kibosh on their drive. So, you know, is this because they're beating up on bad teams right now? See, I've always said, look, if you're a good team, that's exactly what it is you're supposed to do, and you don't apologize for it. But is uh, is it kind of buying into fool's gold if you start to look at Mitch Trubisky and go, yeah, he's the quarterback we thought he was going to be when they drafted him years ago? Could be, but, you know, you look around the league and, and you see that the bar's pretty low to have a serviceable NFL starting quarterback, and I think that's mm-hmm. really – all the Bears have ever wanted him to be, as long as they're provided their defense plays as well as it can and play. But there's an element of fool's gold involved in what's going on here in Chicago. I think that you have to have an awareness of that. Look, this is the NFL, as you know well, Bill. I mean, it legislates parity, and the expanded playoff field has changed the tenor of discussions in places like you know the Bears in Chicago this week and the Cardinals in Arizona. There are opportunities that um, you know might not be as as enticing or as possible uh, it, under the, the old format. So we're getting a little carried away, maybe a little ahead of ourselves, but, but we're also balancing that here in Chicago with the, with the reality of when you look around the league and you, you start to weigh the alternatives for the Bears in the future at the position, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that Mitch Trubisky might be your best option in 2021, and he has an opportunity on Sunday to remove the doubt. He also has a chance that he could, you know, reinforce some of the skeptics that, that think that he is not the guy. He has a lot riding on Sunday's outcome. If he plays well, he will take the Bears into the playoffs if they can win this game, and he'll change the entire narrative and maybe the course of his career. If he, if he stinks and he throws three picks and they get blown out, like is, it's entirely possible, then I think that's going to make a decision easier for whoever is making those decisions at House Hall. Talking with David Haw, the Mulligan Haw Show at 670 The Score down in Chicago, talking some Bears football. That was going to be my next question because let's just say they lose this game, but Arizona loses and they still get into the postseason. Yeah, it's it's. I don't want to say it's backing in, but it, you know that's going to be the narrative. You know, coming into that next contest. But do you ignore the full body of work, or do you just look at the recent and then you know, like you said, who's going to be calling those shots? Is it going to be Ryan Pace or somebody else? And then obviously, is Matt Nagy still going to be there? I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't. It's hard for me to look over the last five games and go, okay, all the problems are corrected and it's exactly what we expected it to be eventually. It's hard for me to say that, and I think you know, that's why you're looking at a helicopter view saying, let's see the entire body of work and then make a judgment before we say, okay, by the way, they figured all these things out. Uh, I just thought you know, five weeks ago it was a no-brainer. Trubisky wasn't coming back. Foles wasn't coming back. Nagy wasn't coming back. Pace shouldn't come back. And then you should just kind of write it off and say we're going into a rebuild. You know what I mean? I definitely know what you mean, and we have changed the discussion here in town because of what the Bears have done the last several weeks and put themselves in this position. And if they do back into the playoffs, which is exactly what they would be doing under under that scenario, and you know, the Rams could beat the Cardinals very well with that defense, and the, and the mm-hmm. Bears could get blown out by the Packers and still have a playoff game to play. And then you're like, now what? Well, I, I, I do think you'd have to take – uh, almost a case by case basis, and, and look at each guy objectively. You know, Ryan Pace. They've, the Bears have yet to win a playoff game since he's been the general manager. You, you referenced ten years ago. That's the last time the Bears won a playoff game yep. <laughs> in, in the t- 2010 season. 
Um, Matt Nagy, if he got to playoffs two out of his first three years, that's historically good in Chicago. So I think he would probably be safe. Trubisky, it depends on how he plays in the biggest game of the year, I think. So I think Pace, if the Bears back into the playoffs after losing Sunday, might be in the most jeopardy. Although you have to, you know this, Bill, from being around for a long time, the, the McCaskies probably don't have a great appetite for change in the midst of a pandemic, like a lot of NFL uh, ownership groups. So you have to factor that in as well. So there are a lot of unanswered questions, and I think Sunday will bring us a little bit closer to that, even though I would expect there to be – we're closer if I had to, you know, percentage-wise, we're probably 60-42 to having no change in the Bears embracing the status quo. But I think it, a lot depends on what goes on Sunday. David, what's it like down there right now? I remember as we sit here and talk about this 10 years ago, man, we were heading down to Soldier Field for an NFC Championship game. I remember I was working for the network at the time. It was just electric. I was I, I did a pep rally for the Packers fans over at the Hyatt. We ended up doing some stuff over at House of Blues that same night. The town was on fire. I mean, uh, it, they were starting to tailgate at like 6 a.m. I mean, what is it like down there right now? You know, it's just kind of sad because uh, it just all season there's there's not been. It's it's interesting, and the Bears have, you know, been relevant, and we talk about them, and you know, we we can do our jobs, and and certainly uh, there's there's a lot of interest because the Bears are to Chicago, what the Packers are to Green Bay, and we you know you love the rivalry and you love all the tradition and everything the NFL season represents, but you know it is different without the fans, without the Sunday rituals, without the the weekly sort of uh, uh, calling uh, to to the stadiums, and so you miss a little bit of the buzz. and And I think that this week has been. Uh, I think we're just grateful. Uh, you keep things in perspective that you're you're allowed and able to talk about the Bears in Week 17 because there was a time during the six game losing streak it was like, okay, this is playing off the string, and now we're going to be in, in coaching searches and executive searches and talking about what's next for a miserable franchise stuck in reverse. And, and I just don't, uh, so they salvaged some of that uh, good feeling and it's just not going to be the same this year. We know, um, we know what this year has been and in, in every NFL city in Chicago is no different. David, you guys stay safe down there. I look forward to the next time we all get together for maybe one of those simulcasts like we did uh, last season. And uh, hopefully everybody's just back and we get back to a normal, uh, normal way of life in 2021, pal. Okay. I missed the broad stop too, uh, Bill. Happy New Year and, and enjoy enjoy Sunday. Take care. There you go, David Haw, co-host of Mully and Haw on six seventy The Score in Chicago. Yeah, it was uh, it was last year when uh, we did the simulcast where both uh, the flagship station out of Milwaukee, our twelve fifty AM station, and the Bears, uh, you know, flagship station, uh, or I should say the Bears, but uh, the Score. Uh, out of Chicago, 670 the Square of Chicago, we both broadcast. We kind of met in the middle, and that was at the broad stop down in Kenosha. We had a uh, – it was such a fun time. We had a great time down there hanging out, and everybody was kind of, you know, back and forth on each other's shows, and it was it was, it was was a blast. It was a lot of fun. So really looking forward to, uh, at some point, maybe hooking up and doing that all over again. When we come back, we got some emails to get to, got some reaction over on Facebook, and then we wrap up the last show for the Bill Michael Show in the year of 2020, the year that we so quickly want to, on one point, forget. And on the other hand, we're going to remember, depending on what the outcome of uh, Sunday's contest is and how far the Packers go into the postseason. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. One final segment to go right after this. 
Everywhere in Wisconsin. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have claimed Damon Snacks Harrison off of waivers. The 6'3", 350-pound defensive lineman played about 20 snaps per game for six weeks with the Seahawks before informing them on Monday that he wanted to be released. He'd spent a month on the Seattle practice squad before they activated him. Um, I knew it was going to take hard work and it was going to take some time. So, you know, once the work uh, became a little more than I had expected, I wasn't going to run from it. Snacks Harrison played for the Lions for a couple of seasons. Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari. How good is he? Oh, he I mean, he, he's a good player. He's, for, he? for being just a, a guy, a, a run stopper that can give you a, a great presence in the middle. And he's a very smart player, very instinctive, and he's, he's garnered the accolades. All that has been earned for him. The Packers face the Bears Sunday at Soldier Field. Chicago with a shot at a wild card spot. Green Bay hoping to get a bye in the postseason. Aaron Rodgers. We both have something to play for. We're playing for the one seed. They're playing for their playoff lives. So there's a lot at stake uh, for both squads. You know, we uh, got after them a few weeks ago. They've been playing a lot better since then. We know what kind of game it's going to be. That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome, final segment of the Bill Michaels Show for 2020, a year in which, uh, for the most part, we want to forget. On the other hand, we had a lot of exciting times, sports-wise, a lot of change in uh, social justice, a lot of negativity in an election, Uh, but 2021, just it's got to be better. You know, knock on wood, it just has to be. Uh, Out of all the anxiety and all the anger and all the finger-pointing and and such uh, that came out of 2020. It was an ugly year. Um, it, it gave us time to sit on social media and, and just kind of nitpick everything. And it just it, we didn't get out and lived our lives and live our lives. We we just kind of sat back and and waited. And hopefully 2021 is a new year. Um, you know we're looking forward to uh, the start of it. Hopefully the Packers get a win on Sunday. Uh, greetings from Fort Myers, Florida. Our buddy Tom from Oshkosh, uh, when he's normally here, he's down in Fort Myers. 77 degrees. He said, I like the Packers in a fairly tight game, 27-17. Going to be the hardest-fought game of the year. Bears have everything to lose. Love the show. That's our buddy Tom. Uh, this one's from Brad and Sturgeon Bay. I think the Packers are going to win, but not as dominant as they have been, maybe 27-17. Uh, uh, the key to dominate uh, time of possession by running the ball effectively, forcing the Bears to play catch-up. Uh, there's that one. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, over on the Facebook fan page, quite a few people chiming in over there uh, with a great recent pickup off the waivers of Snacks Harrison. Going to shore up the run defense, Petten improving his crew in that area. Uh, I think you guys are spot on. The Bears are going to seem to have solved a few issues. But so if we, if Rodgers remains on fire, he has the potential to pick the Bear, Bears apart. Packers get the win. Uh, this is from Andrews. His Packers 38-17. Close game in the first half, and then Mitch turns back into Mitch and throws a couple of late INTs, and Zedarius forces a fumble. Turnovers will be the dictator. Uh, you've got uh, this one is from Dan, who says it all comes down to protection. The offensive line has to protect Aaron Rodgers. Blueprint was the Tampa Bay game. 
Uh, Randy says, I like the way you think, Bill. Aaron Rodgers in this contest, uh, winning the MVP, 27 to 34, 287 yards, three touchdowns, snow picks, wins it all. Uh, predictions for Sunday's game, 35 20, Packers by 15, which is the same score that I predicted. Uh, Matt says 21 14. Uh, the Bears bring some pressure uh, from everywhere and frustrate Rodgers. Uh, they get a late game win. That's from Matt. Uh, Matt predicting the Bears to win. Uh, Steve says 38-17 with zero injuries would be perfect. Uh, And then another one says 31-17 Packers dominate. Let's not forget who the Bears have beaten over the last few weeks. The only good win for the Bears was against Tampa Bay all season. Mitch will turn back in to Mitch. So that's it. We wrap up 2020 on the Bill Michaels Show. For everybody involved, Radio Joe Zanzola, Sam Schmitz, Evan Heffelfinger, myself, everybody, we hope that you have a tremendous New Year's tonight. Stay safe if you are going out. If you're staying at home, enjoy yourself. We've got a lot of good college football coming up tomorrow, and then we've got a lot of playoff-implicated uh, football in the NFL coming up on Sunday. And don't forget the Green and Gold postgame show immediately following Green Bay and Chicago. Gary Ellerson and I will be back in the new year to get your reaction to that contest and set you up for the postseason. Time for us to get out of here. Have a good one. Hoop! Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.